living in dark days, but the God who is all light watches over his own. He sees through the shadows and he can see us through the most difficult seasons of life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And today on Enjoying the Journey, Scott Pauley is walking us through one of the most famous and familiar scriptures, Psalm 23, to help us get a fresh glimpse of the shepherd in the shadows. Let's join the study now in God's Word. Do we really imagine that a God who loved us so much, He gave His Son for us? A God who, who loved us so much, He saved us from hell by paying the ultimate price that that God would fail us now? That the Lord who has promised heaven for you someday would not today meet the deepest needs of your life? Paul wrote it this way in Romans 8, verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? My friend, if our Heavenly Father would give Jesus for you, he's going to give you today what you need. Psalm 23 is our study. We're learning more and more about our all-sufficient shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If today you're living in want, I mean by that not just that you want a new car or a bigger house or more vacation time, but you're living with lack and, and, and need spiritually, I want you to know it's not his fault, it's your fault, and it's my fault because the Lord is more than enough. It simply means you're not following the shepherd like you ought to be following the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we've learned that the first half of this psalm really revolves around this truth of the Lord's leading. He leadeth me. And that phrase is found in verse 2 and again in verse 3. In verse 2, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. So he's providing for them food and water. Uh, that has an Old Testament counterpart and a New Testament parallel. Uh, the Old Testament counterpart is Exodus 16 and 17. Uh, when the original flock, the children of Israel, were going through the wilderness, what did God have to provide for them? Food and water. And did he? Absolutely he did. In the New Testament parallel, the Lord Jesus Christ comes, John chapter 6 and John chapter 7, what does he provide? Food and water. He says, uh, I'm going to give you water so you never thirst again. I'm going to give you bread and meat so you're never hungry again. You see how the Lord is, is satisfying of the deep needs of our heart, our hunger and our thirst for him is met in the Lord Jesus. So he leads us to rest and peace. Then in verse 3, he leads us in right paths. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, that's the first half of the psalm, but I want to do something today. I want to show you how that theme of the Lord's leading continues through the rest of the psalm. We'll look at the second half of the psalm again uh, through through a different lens, but I just want you to see that this theme really continues. It builds. In verse 2, he leads to rest and peace. In verse 3, he leads in right paths. And now when you come to verse 4, he leads you through rough places. Aren't you glad that our good shepherd doesn't just work in the good times, he works in the bad times? That he doesn't just work for us and work in us and, and with us when we are feeling good? But in the most difficult and dire straits, listen to verse number four. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, 
they comfort me. Do you see the natural progression? Now, we all want to stay in verse 2, don't we? Uh, the green pastures and the still waters. We, we want to concentrate on verse 3, the, the restoring of our soul and the right paths that God leads us in. But when you come to verse number 4, reality smacks you in the face. Suddenly, I'm walking through a valley. Suddenly, there are shadows around me. Suddenly, there are enemies waiting for me. I want you to know the same shepherd is still leading. As you move through the valleys of life, and they're inevitable, the Lord is still leading through the valleys. One little interesting thought, Psalm 23 is famous for many reasons, but one of the reasons is because of this expression, the valley of the shadow of death, the valley. If you look at the psalm that precedes Psalm 23 and the psalm that follows Psalm 23, they are really mountaintops. In Psalm 22, you have Mount Calvary. Remember, we talked about our Lord dying for us, and it's a messianic psalm related to his sacrifice and suffering. Psalm 22 is Mount Calvary. When you come to Psalm 24, the Lord's coming back in glory, and we are led to Mount Zion, the place of celebration where the Lord rules and reigns. Did you ever notice that sandwiched between Mount Calvary and Mount Zion is the valley of the shadow of death? You see, here's the reality. Between every mountain peak, Moving from mountain to mountain, there's always a valley. Just behind our home, up on the mountain behind us, where my sister and her family live, you can stand on their front porch and you can see five mountain ranges in front of you in the distance on a clear day. It's beautiful, and it looks like they're all right there together. But I know, because I've driven those roads, that between all of those mountains, there are valleys. We want to just move from mountain to mountain, don't we? But I want you to know that to get from one mountain to the next, you must go down to the valley. You remember our Lord Jesus took his disciples up on the Mount of Transfiguration. That was an amazing day. It's a glorious event. And then he said, now we've got to go back down to the foot of the mountain. At the foot of the mountain, there was a demon-possessed boy and a desperate father. But I want to remind you that the God who was the God on the mountain was still God in the valley. That the Lord's character and the Lord's care of his children does not change. The Lord is leading us even through the rough places of life. There are three key words really here that I'd like for you to see. You may want to mark them in your Bible. It's amazing how much power is in one word of the word of God. Here's the first. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The word though. Now, what is the word though? It's a word of possibility. As surely as the green pastures and the still waters and the restored soul and the right paths are possible for us. It is also very possible and very likely you're going to go through a valley. You either just came out of one, you're in one, or you're headed to one. But life is full of valleys. They're all along the way, though as a word of possibility. It happens to everybody. Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. Here's the second word. Yea, though I walk through Oh, that's a good word. Isn't that word a good word? What does it mean? It means you're not going to die in the valley. It's the valley of the shadow of death, but it means that that valley is not the end. It's just it's the means to get into the next mountain. You've got to get through this valley. Psalm 66 and verse number 12 says this, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. You're not stopping here. You're going through to the other side. Jesus told his disciples, get on the boat. We're going to the other side. 
Was there a storm between one shore and the other? Yes, but they were still going through. So if though is a word of possibility, through is a word of certainty. And then there's one more word, and it's the most important word. It is the word thou. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And what is the word thou? It is a word of deity. Yes, problems come. Yes, you're going through. But let me tell you, who is with us through it all, it is the Lord. It is the Lord leading you into it. It is the Lord leading you through it. It is the Lord who will bring you out on the other side. You will discover in the valley and on the mountain that the Lord is still your shepherd. And yes, praise God. He not only leads to rest in peace and in right paths, but he leads us through the rough places. Are you in a rough place today? Then rest in this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Do you know Psalm 23? Or do you know the shepherd of Psalm 23? Our prayer is that this study will bring you to a more intimate fellowship with the shepherd. Be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, for daily encouragement. There are many resources available to help your joy. Also on our website, click the events page to see Scott's preaching itinerary, and if you live close to one of his meetings, he would be thrilled to meet you. Again, thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll join us for the next study of The Shepherd in the Shadows here on Enjoying the Journey.